Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is intended solely for the purpose of personal growth and not as a replacement for professional psychological support. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of this show are not meant to be taken as medical advice. It is very important to seek the help of a qualified medical practitioner when making any shifts to psychiatric medication you may be taking, or if you are experiencing extreme psychological distress. Drummer and the Great Mountain, a podcast where we share effective tips and practices for working with adult ADD, ADHD in a natural, effective way without the use of medications. Each episode, join me, your host, Batman Saram, along with the author of The Drummer and the Great Mountain, Michael Joseph Ferguson. Join Michael and myself in an interactive discussion of sharing our stories as we journey together in transforming what can be the gift of being what we call hunter types. This podcast is intended to be your audio companion to the book written by Michael, who joins me each episode where we both will strive to foster dialogue, give you our personal insights, and share both of our experiences on this similar path that we are all on. Our intention and hope is that along with the book, this podcast gives you an additional perspective as you listen to us delve deeper into each chapter of the book to give you even more tools to go along with what it is that you are reading. Visit us at drummerandthegreatmountain.com to purchase the book and look for more tools, tips, and updates, as well as giving us feedback on this podcast. Join our growing global community of creative types, entrepreneurs, and out-of-the-box thinkers on our shared journey. Welcome to the Drummer in the Great Mountain podcast. When your hunter-type tendencies conflict with farmer-type co-workers. That is our topic today on the Drummer and the Great Mountain podcast. Welcome once again to our get-together for our hunter-type community. Always a pleasure to have you. Always a pleasure to be with you. And as always, we bring in the author of the Drummer and the Great Mountain book, Mr. Michael Joseph Ferguson. Good morning to you, my friend. Good morning. This is uh, this this is a very this has to hit home with a lot of folks out there. We say that every week. I, I know, uh, but this I know it hits home with me. Um, and we, you know, we've we've always talked about um, since the beginning when we started this journey, Michael. We've talked about look things we talk about as hunter type tendencies don't necessarily across the board apply to every hunter type. Every hunter type exhibits different 
tendencies on the quote unquote the list of the wiring in different ways. Uh, some don't have traits. Some have the traits really strong. Some have some of the traits really weak. Um, but I and I, and this is just a guess. So I actually in the opening want to say I I hope we hear from people once this podcast is on air if this is you how, yeah. how much this hits home with you because I'm curious almost a percentage type just out of curiosity of how this hits home with folks out there. But I imagine yep. a, a lot of people have maybe felt this way. And as we get into it, we'll realize this is what they've been feeling, perhaps this, this, this conflicting feeling. Yes, yes, exactly. I think, you know, this was, I want to give shout out to, uh, she's given us a few uh, podcast uh, topics now. TJ in Jamaica, thank you again oh, for nice. your awesome list. I didn't know this was from her too. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I mentioned what a resource. You know, to, to give us <laughs> to give an insight. I mean, usually what we do is we have a lot. Every you know, many people provide uh, podcast topics, and then me and Bauman sit down and look through the lists uh, the week before, and we try to find our way into the different topics if they're not ones that we've written. And this one really lit up. So, uh, yeah, and I think you know, I can I can speak personally for this one myself and in, in working with my fiance and she's definitely more of a, hunt, a farmer type than I am. So I think we have a lot to cover here. Excellent. Uh, Get us into it. I know you had a little bit of a, a milestone to, to report on. Well, yeah, I, I think what I, in prepping for a podcast, I think we're now up to podcast 38. Uh, and for those of you n new to the podcast, uh, I mean, we're 20 plus hours of audio in at this point we've got lots and lots of content um but specifically if you've got the book and you're you know it's there's been a, a flurry the last couple months of people getting the book so if you if you've got the book and uh you don't realize that the first year we went through chapter by chapter and covered every topic in the book so uh definitely go back we keep it online you can either go through the website drummerinthegreatmountain.com or any of your favorite podcast players you should be able to go back and revisit and you can actually start from the beginning and we go chapter by chapter and then going into this year we we moved out into some guests and some specific topics uh so please go back enjoy that resource uh from the feedback we've gotten i think it's pretty pretty thorough so um and please you know keep Keep us posted in things you would like to cover in the future that we can discuss as a topic. And for the new folks that have just joined us, uh, know that we are very much a community. We rely on your feedback, and uh, we've, we've, it's what's kept this podcast thriving. And I have to say, uh, humbly speaking and with no ego attached, you know, there's a lot of podcasts that after a while put things behind a paywall. And, and rightfully so, and they're well within their right to do so. We don't do that. We feel like the book uh, is enough of a thing for you to, to purchase and be part of this. And this is very much something Michael and I do to give back. And uh, not only those that feel like they are hunter types, but remember, this is a support content for those that are farmer types and have hunter types in their life. And that's why we don't put things behind a paywall, because yeah. we have a lot of people listening to this, not for themselves, but listening for someone that they care about that they know is a hunter type. So nothing is behind a paywall if you're just tuning in go back we as michael said we cover everything in detail uh more detail than we we're able to you know michael was able to in the book and that's the whole idea and catch up because there's a lot of good stuff in there that we also keep referencing and we will continue yeah. you'll hear us a lot of times in here say well just like we talked about in the chapter three podcast so when you hear that that should be a signal to you again there's no paywall go back and visit things exactly 
let's get into this. So let's get into being a, a farmer uh, type and let's talk about specific because I think you and I thought of a few different ways TJ's topic could go. We'll have another podcast on there's definitely a. Uh, these are all relationships we're talking about, right? So we can definitely talk about have, being a, a hunter type and being married to a farmer type. Being a hunter type and having a girlfriend or boyfriend, that's a farmer type. That's one aspect of the relationship. But let's talk about the work world, a big thing for all of us, whether you work for yourself, whether you work at a corporation, at a company, whatever it may be. So I think we have two good perspectives here, Michael. So I'll start with you because you brought it up. Sure. What do the challenges look like for you uh, working for yourself and with your fiance who you said is a farmer type? What does that look for you? And then I can jump in what it looks like for me. What does this challenge look like for you? Well, I'd say the fr- I'm, I'm a little bit an anomaly in the sense that I'd say for the most since 21, 22, I've pretty much uh, worked for myself or been you know the boss in some way, shape or form. Uh, just out of like I can't, I don't think I can manage anything else because I just kind of go crazy. So, um, and so there's specific challenges relating to that. Um, now I work with my fiance. I've been working with her for the last few years and she's my primary coworker and, um, she's thankfully does not have the same tendencies that I do because she keeps everything grounded and uh, keeps the business flowing. And you, many of you have interacted with her because she handles a lot of the book sales and, and things like that. So I think for me, some of my big challenges are um, being one, being grateful <laughs> to uh, someone who is different than like, I, I think first off, like honoring the differences uh, is is something that I think as we get into um, talking about the challenges, I do. Uh, if if the world were run by hunter types, it would be madness. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I think we can all agree with that. Uh, so I really respect her um, her focus and and her uh, being consistent. And I think consistency is one of our biggest challenges. We're tend, most of us hunter types tend to be hyper creative. <clears throat> we can go in through bursts and then, you know, we can crash and all that. So just patient for the people around us that have patience for that. I know many of us have really good coworkers that we may have frustrations with, but then we go, oh, wow, they were, they were there. They showed up. They, they understand us or they, or they, at least they're giving the, they're doing their best to understand us because sometimes we are a little crazy, uh, <laughs> is, uh, is something to be grateful for. I think, you know, the, the challenges tend to be for myself, but also watching other people. I, I think is, is one, we do tend to move in spurts. And uh, people who are more farmer types tend to enjoy and thrive and, and take comfort in stability. Mm. And I think that is a really good um, piece to... Uh, from what I've seen from many different farmer types, they, they're this, the stability of being able to say, here's what needs to get done, it gets done, is, uh, is comforting. And so when that's disrupted um, or it, that, that's, that's a little shaky, then that creates um, like a physical, like emotional distress. And that's sort of exaggerated, but I think that is sort of farmer types tend to be a little bit more like that. And so this sort of interaction between uh, but on the other side of hunter types tend to we, we are good problem solvers and and we can actually do a lot of things that farmer types can't when we're really in our groove so um, 
so going into specifics, I think, you know, I know you've got some examples as well, but I think this is the crux of the challenge. Interesting. And I think, so I think the situation, and, and this is what's so interesting about different situations. These are different paradigms. You're talking about a world where you work for yourself. Uh, you have a lot of interesting situations where you are. So, which is you work for yourself, you work for yourself for a long time, and now you're working with your fiance. That's, that's a very unique paradigm. Not that anyone else is not experiencing that. And as you said, that brings the challenges and you've given us some ways in kind of looking at these challenges and and how to accept them, especially when it, it sounds like, especially if, if it's someone, you know, I imagine working with, with someone that you also live with, you know, is similar to, let's say, working with someone in, you know, maybe you started a business with a very good friend, right? Someone maybe you've known 20 years, right? Yeah. Uh, it's it's a very close-knit relationship. Well, things change when you get into the business yes. world, when you start working and there's money coming in. You know, I have to reflect before I get to my, my view of the corporate world here um, in not working for myself and make one note is I've tried many times, not many times, I've tried two or three times with a very dear friend of mine, 22 years relationship. And him and I have sort of tried to start a few businesses together. Now, here's the difference. We're both hunter types. So I don't have to tell you. Yes. <laughs> it never worked because especially back back in our early in our relationship, we were both untransformed hunter types. Good luck. Good luck starting your own business with, with two hunter types because one of you is going to be on at one point and one of you is going to be off and it never kind of kind of works. On the other side, I've worked in long-term projects when I used to be contracting with farmer types, and that seemed to work out okay because they were short spurts. In other words, they were just contract projects where the uh, farmer type was my graphic designer. I was the programmer. But again, the project was only two to three months, and it actually worked out okay. You could see the other side of it, though, that if this went on much longer – there was going to start to be some challenges. So I just, I wanted to give, give those notes. Now let me talk about how this challenge looks like for me. Not, well, not so much where I am now for sure. This is, I have a very strong vibration of this topic and, and a couple gigs ago, a couple jobs ago, mind you, this was my first job coming back. For those that you've heard my story in the podcast before, I used to be Michael, uh, but I've done it in in a different way. In other words, I worked full-time corporate world for the first 10 years of my life out of college, then decided to work for myself for seven years. I was free of reporting to anyone. Like Michael said, Michael is his own boss. I was my own boss for seven years. Life happens. Stuff happens. It couldn't last. I had to go back to working for someone else. So in my first job, Sitting at a desk working to someone, coming back from that world where it was just me, major challenge. Yeah. And one, and here's how it presented itself for me. I would love to hear feedback from the audience and how this presents it. And Michael, give me your input of what things here pop up as, as hunter type things that we can talk about. One of them was for sure the good old status meeting. Mm-hmm. Now, again, keep in mind, this is me coming back to working for someone else after so long of working for myself as an untransformed hunter type at the time. So this was a few years ago. I can laugh about it now. I mean, my first status meeting, I I didn't even know what to do with it. I was like, first of all, who is this person telling me what to do? Yeah, right. Sure. There you go. Second of all, the pace at which the information was coming, she was definitely absolutely a farmer type. I mean, 
I, I, I can't tell you the profound respect I had for her from a technological perspective. New databases like no one else, younger than me. So she had, she had to be really brilliant because I just knew she didn't have enough she didn't have as much experience in the computer world as I did and yeah. yet knew more about databases, knew more about programming, knew more about Microsoft servers than I – I mean she was on it. She was yeah. absolute, but an absolute farmer type. We're going to yeah. do this. Then we're going to do this until this is done. So in for those that you know project management terms, this is the waterfall method. This is very much we get done this. Then we once it's completely done, we move on to this. A very synchronous process. And it worked for her for years. She had been at this – company for years who am i to question her process right so now imagine sitting down to this status meeting and just being such a hunter type just so all over the place to the point that there's so much noise we've talked about the noise in our heads right that i'm not taking in anything she's saying yeah but there's this self-judgment that happens is i can't say can you repeat that i can't say hey can you give me more information on that because it's it's my like first week what am i going to say yeah. go back to the desk and literally be like oh my god what am i going to do first yeah. i don't i don't remember it's all a blur yeah. so so i feel like that's one of the the the, the paradigms to talk about is like that status meeting there's yeah. a, there's a lot that can go on there for an untransformed hunter type well you know this is that Let's use that as an example. Okay. That sounds like a because that sounds like a really good. I think there's a lot of juice in that, and I think a lot of other people listening could could relate to that who are in the corporate world. Um, so I, I would say there, there's a couple things to remember here because we're gonna. I think a couple of things that we're gonna focus on is one, like really understanding yourself and honoring yourself, and knowing that when you are giving yourself what you need, you're more effective, and that helps the people you're working with. I mean, that's the end of the day. What everyone wants is to be successful and have, you know, if you're contributing to, to, because you're making, you know, whether we like it or not, we are making a conscious choice to work with other human beings in exchange for a paycheck. That is a conscious choice. Um, and you could say, well, I need money. I can go broke. I have a family. You're still making a decision to work with these people. There's, there's some kind of decision being made. My suggestion would be, so in that situation, um, I think the first thing that comes to mind is if you're in the mindset that the way that everyone is working around you is the best way to do it is you need to reconsider that. Because most of the time, corporate organization, because I've worked in corporations, I've worked with, in, it, with people who are like CEOs doing this, they don't always know the best way to, to engage people and their talents and their abilities. They don't. It's just... So in that situation, um, if you're going off to your cubicle and trying to work things out yourself and there's no other team players and people around you that you can sit and work with and talk with, then that's a problem. That's a problem with how the structure is designed. So you need to compensate for that. So I'd say in that situation, if someone – because that's a, a common experience. People go into a meeting and you're a hunter type and it's also very distracting. There's all this stuff going on. You can't hear, you know, you, this came through and then you got all your inner thoughts. So one, these are like strategies. One thing you can do is, you know, if you know that's a tendency, record, you know, get your phone out, record the meeting, go back, listen to it. Uh, and the other thing is, and, and get somewhere quiet, sit down, listen back to it, see if you can write out some of the points that come that come up. Ideally, you have people within that meeting that you can also debrief with after and talk it through. And maybe that's a better 
um, that's a better method to work through this than trying to do it all by yourself. And again, I, you, you have, I think as a hunter type, we have to think in terms of here's who I am. I know what I'm good at. You've really kind of spend some time doing that and then go, what do I need to be really successful doing this particular job? Even though if it's, it might not be the perfect job for you, like examine the surroundings, look at the pieces that are around you. There's always puzzle pieces that can be moved around a bit. Who do you need support with? Who can you team up with? What kind of tools can you bring in to, to maximize your ability to manage this? And understanding that there'll be things that are challenges like that, like going to a meeting and not here. You've got to compensate for it, but that's your job. You've got to figure that out. And if you work these things out, then further down the line, this may shift you into a whole different way of working that may open up some doors for you. So this is your, your kind of the lab is working with what you have now and your challenges so that once you get those down, the next step in whatever work you're doing, you'll be better at it because you've learned to, to not just contract and go, oh, God, I've got to make this happen because I don't want everyone to be upset. You've got to get outside of that and go, what can I do that's going to contribute to the people around me in this project? So what did you have? So what, in that situation, what was your solution to that? It, it definitely took a while um, to and it did so I'll, I'll give you my solution but I, I have to ping off of something beautiful you just said guys and gals of the hunter type community this is about self-responsibility this is you said it michael in your sentence and i want to extract that out and make that a top point before i tell you my solution because i had to learn that the hard way i had to learn that i can't i can't blame others that I'm now back to the working world, right? I'm an artist type. We've talked about how a lot of artist types need to be free and be on their own. So, you know, if you go back to our podcast, I want to make a very important point about our past podcast since we've already kind of mentioned this. If you read Michael's book, one of the big goals is maneuvering yourself into work that leans on your strengths, especially artist types. You have to put yourself in a position that works for your wiring. So you may notice that when you're not in the most ideal situation, some of your challenges may relate to you being in, in a position that doesn't lean on your strength. So if you feel like you're there and you feel like you're in a position to make a change and you're new to the podcast, Michael has a whole life visioning chapter in the book. And we have a, not only do we cover that in, a, in the podcast in an episode called Life Visioning, we talk about this several other times and how to set yourself up for that. That's my preface. Now let me get to, okay, let's say you're working on your life visioning and you're not in the most ideal situation for work. What can you do? I can only share what I did. What I learned to do is put a little bit of the self-judgment away. So I had to first learn that that's what was going on. There was a little bit of pride in saying, mm -hmm. well, I can't take yeah. notes during the meeting. I yeah. certainly can't do that. How is that going to look? I'm sorry, guys. F it. F how it looks. You're trying to succeed in the position. You're trying to do good work here. You will be surprised that that's in your head because you will be surprised what happens when a farmer type now steps up, starts taking notes. Guess what happens when you start taking notes? You're now, because farmer types might be sitting there giving you this information, bullet point one, bullet point two. Now you're a hunter type trying to organize your hunter type, trying to organize your thoughts. And, and for me, what worked was a flowchart scenario. And I'm not talking taking the time out of the meeting to do this. I'm talking a little simple notepad and using text arrow 
text arrow. In other words, this thought leads to this solution. She's presenting this because it could go this way or this way. Just little arrows. That's all it takes, right? The greater than sign. Yeah. That's all it took. It's all it took. Now, here's also the benefits. Not only is this good for you, you will be surprised if you do this, that since you're now taking care of the details that are just being spout in the air, you might now ask questions during the meeting that the boss or the coworkers like, good point. Didn't That's think right. about that. That's right. Let's let's talk about that. So put the self judgment away, guys and gals. Everyone's got baggage in this world. Uh, it, it's yeah. it's a. Uh, I know it's a cliche to say this. Put that away as a hunter type. Believe me, you being a hunter type is probably one of the least things in the room that anyone's dealing with in their own life. So put the self judgment away yeah. and do. Put yourself in a position to succeed. So I, I went on a little bit there, but I hope that's, that answers how I approached it. That's excellent. You know, and there's there's a few points there. One that a uh, couple of points. One is always take notes. Like if you're and it's in the book. If you if you go back and if you if you look in the time management chapter in the book and you go back and listen to our time management um, podcasts, I talk about note taking and how to do it as a hunter type. And uh, it's essential. I, I take notes all the time. Every, and it, it is not just for – it's like get into the habit because if you're a creative person, you want to write – you want to capture your ideas. You want to get them down on paper. If you're not writing them down on paper 99% of the time, you're not going to follow through with it. So you need to get into the habit of doing that. And in work – you know, that I can't find if I meet with clients, well, I've got to be taking notes all the time. So, um, you know, you talked about the computer and I talk about that a lot in the book, too. The other option, and I do this a lot, is just buy yourself a big pad, like a sketch pad. And I like the sketch pads that are like the eight and a half by 11 sketch pads that have the spiral binding so I can open it up. There's no lines on it and I can just sit and make notes, date it, and then come back. And sometimes that's faster for me to do that and then look over my notes later, especially if there's a lot going on. Sometimes it's easier for me to, to write it down. The other point that you mentioned, I, I really like the flow chart idea. Uh, we talked about mind mapping, but flow charting is actually a really good idea for like getting stuff down really fast. Mm -hmm. um, you don't want to get into the process when you're in that space where lots being thrown at you and you're trying to organize it. You don't want to organize when you're taking notes. You just want to take in the information, write it down as linearly as possible, and then go back and review it. So the other thing that's important in what's changed. So the scenario that I'm talking about now is, is at least now six, seven years ago, coming back from being my own boss and coming back to the, to the corporate world. All that stuff I did and then eventually getting on a journey to transform being a hunter type led to where I am today. And one of the things I do today, that's just habit. It's now not something I think about. It's note taking, it's flow charting. Times have changed. I don't know about you and what, how your work environment is. I am now in a world, especially the, the latest position I'm in at my company, I deal with meetings every day. I have at least two, three meetings a day on a screen share type uh, conference call, go to meeting or whatever. I'm not sponsoring anybody, but I'm just throwing a name out there. Whatever these screen share conference calls are. I'm not meeting with these people face to face, whether it's coworkers or actual um, customers. Okay. 
times have changed. This is much more, correct me if I'm wrong, Michael, it's even more difficult for a hunter type, especially us artist type who like to connect with people, like look yeah. at someone else face to face. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now you're talking to a screen. You're not even, I don't even show video on mine because I'm just not comfortable with people looking at me while I'm talking. It's a yeah. weird thing I have. Yeah. And now you're talking to a screen, literally a blank screen, and you're hearing voices. You don't have any connection with people just through their voice and you're not seeing their facial expression and they're not seeing yours. This is even more to me. This is even more fire for there to be distraction and just, you know, like, oh, look at the clouds. Look at that cat crossing, especially for the hunter type. So all this practicing I did pays off now in this digital world where people are just literally don't need to fly to, to, to meet with a customer anymore. We'll just yeah. do it online. Now, here's, yeah. here's where it pays off. I've noticed that especially with more uh, what I call internal customers, and there's people who are partnering with our company that I deal with, and we're working on a project together. So this whole flow charting um, note-taking thing I do pays off dividends because you know what I do now at the end? It's my little trick, and I'm happy to share it. You know what I do at the end of the meeting? Because people are just talking on these meetings, by the way. They're just go, 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 going because everyone's busy. At the end of the meeting, I say, can I share my screen and show you my notes? I show my notes from the meeting. And they know that they're just sketches. But I'm like, does this sound like what we talked about, about next steps? I, I'd i say eight out of ten times, people are like, oh, yeah. So in that step three, now that I see it, I literally hear these words. Now that I see it, can we add a step 3A? Can we add a step 3B? And then we get – and so this is what I talked about is put the self-judgment away – because you're not advertising anything about yourself. You're just being the good, efficient note taker for the meeting, especially in this digital world. And you'd be surprised how many times people appreciate that. And it makes us leaving the meeting feel more complete and full where everybody now knows what next steps are. And then I can tell you, especially at a hunter type, what I do is take those notes that I was taking quote unquote for myself. I clean them up into professional style and I yeah. send that as my meeting summary. There you go. So I just wanted to add that, especially in this digital age where people really don't meet face to face anymore. You know, and that, and it's a good point, just in terms of uh, you you adapted. Like you, these were that's these it. Were, this was a weak point. I think that's the bigger takeaway here. It's like you had a situation that was really challenging in the beginning, and you turned it around by finding your way into it and and not contracting, but mm. becoming like empowered and going okay i'm going to this this you know you use that the the mastery hunter type tendency to like okay i'm gonna find my way into this <laughs> um but to, to do it you've got we gotta like stretch our wings out a little bit and kind of go okay this is who i am and you then you can find your way through now i think the other piece here that we should cover because i think this was probably more of the insinuation of the topic uh the the topic itself from tj was um, I think there's an emotional component mm -hmm. to um, working with people that may not understand you mm. and may not see you and may just think you as being defective in some way. Like you're not wow. doing, you're not acting the way I act in the world. And, uh, and we run into those people, uh, yep. uh, whether, you know, and I, I do, everybody does, that are, that are hunter types and they're around people that are farmer types and like how do you work with that situation because it's not just the okay i might not be doing something correctly or as fast or as effective in certain ways as my farmer type manager or coworker. um 
but how do how do but the self judgment is what kills us. It's that oh god, I, I I must be just terrible at my job, and then that turns into financial challenges, or, or concerns about your finances, which is sort of the root level. That's there's like physical is at the very bot like core root. So if you have physical issues, it's it creates a lot of stress. But then right after that is security in the world, and that's like finances. And so if we're not clear, then you don't realize that things that happen at work with especially higher higher ups create so much stress because it's relating to your security in the world and then if you can't get yourself wrapped around that then it's hard to then find your way into it because it has such a charge that you're like oh i can't really you know say this or you know confront this or talk to them about it or i can't be vulnerable and say hey you know give me some support in this because you think oh i'm going to get fired and then da 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 and that's usually the spin that most of us go through, hunter type or not. So I think, you know, do you want to share a little bit about that? And then we can maybe Absolutely. get into some strategies on that. Yeah. So um, give me a second as this is coming to because you bring up a very good question. I'm trying to think of the best, most efficient way to put this. If you are able to get to a place with the exercise, and, and, and I keep bringing this up because it's important. I'm not going to yep. run away from it. <laughs> dealing with this topic is like dealing with anything else as being a hunter type. If your ground root process is not in place, the meditation, the exercise, and the diet, yep. for the thousandth time on our 38th podcast, I, I will say it, I've lived it. I know when I'm not in it, it affects other things. There is no way you will thrive in this situation. Now, let's say you're there. You're doing that. All the, all the things within internally are in balance. Then, yeah, what I found is <clears throat> I found, first of all, that when I'm in it and I'm grounded, I realize what the situation is for what it is. In other words, I realize, oh, I've been having a little bit of energy conflict here with this person or these people. Why is that? Aha. They're farmer types. I'm hunter types. And I'm not saying start looking at the world every situation like this, guys and gals. Yeah. I, I, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just giving you one possible scenario in, 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 in maneuvering through this, this crazy world. Okay. They're also younger than me. So they're in a different place. They've just like come out of school. So they're very much in this like follow the book strategy and, you know, A, B, C, yeah. D. That's fine. Write your notes. Do your thing. For those that you feel are open and you have to feel the energy, you have to feel this connection. I found that after meetings, what I would, I have a few canned statements that I like to make. I'm giving away a lot of my secrets here today. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> which is um, one of the canned statements I have is, hey, that was great. Uh, and, and you mentioned this earlier. Find that person that you connect with, whether they're farmer type or hunter type. And I say, um, can you help me complete the meal? I feel like I've almost completed the meal here. I just need you to help me finish it. And I'll look at my notes and say, so when they said this and that, is this the conclusion? Or what was yeah. the step in between? If you find the person that you connect with, there's no judgment there. There's no judgment. Yeah. They will help you. And again, I have to say nine out of 10 times, this is what I've noticed. You're helping them because yeah. that meeting went by just as fast for them as it did you. Doesn't matter farmer type or hunter type or not. Um, and by the way, you will make the assumption sometimes uh, on like people and so, and you start having these meetings with people you're connected with. And without saying the word, you're going to find out, oh my gosh, this person's a hunter type too. I found a coworker yeah. who's in this meeting room every week with me. Ah, this is a person I can rely on and vice versa too. 
You know, and I think this, that's a, you know, coming back to, you know, finding in, in a workspace. I mean, most of us that have the big challenges are usually in, in a, some kind of corporate structure or, or even like a small business where things are expected of you. There's things that you are good at and then there's things that really, really challenge you. Uh, so, you know, it's, again, finding people that you can work with. And the, here's the other piece, and I've had to learn this, uh, like this has been one of the biggest skills I've had to learn working for myself, is you have to lean on your ability to make a connection with another human being. Mm -hmm. You've got to do it. Like it's the most important. They say emotional intelligence is the number one tool for someone, you know, moving through the world and trying to be, uh, you know, successful in whatever you're doing. People who have good emotional intelligence that may not have the same skill set usually go further. So... If you have a boss or a coworker that you're really having challenges, it's usually you know someone that's above you that can ha exert influence on you. Then it's it's very helpful to make a point to try to understand them, to make a connection with them uh, first, because if you if you get into that space of contraction, it's it's a lot harder. So if you can make it, if you can see them as another human being, you get to know them a little bit. It helps you, and you and you you've got your own. You know, we've all got our own judgments against people that are farmer types, and you know. So there's that whole piece of it, and you may not be able to crack the nut, but try because mm. if you can actually have a good connection with another human being, you can have a conversation with them, and every what hunter type or not every person who has a, any kind of work situation, there's going to be things that you're not good at and you need to either see like, can that be delegated to somebody else? Can you get support for it? And how do you lean heavily on your strengths so that everybody in the workplace is like, Oh wow, they're really doing what they, they need to do. And the thing is, it's up to you to know that it's not, if, a lot of us get into this expectation of, I wish they would just understand. It's not, no one, everyone's in their own world. <laughs> there's stuff going on that you have no idea what's going on with family and for like people they're in a bad mood or they're exactly. there's all this other stuff below the surface and again this goes back to make a connection with people find out what's going on in their life because then you can have context it's getting out of the cringe and the contraction that's the key so if you can get uh, make a connection with someone if you're if you're things that you're, you're challenged by look at what you do well with the the companies and see like can things be jiggled around and the thing is if it's a good company if they have any awareness whatsoever they're going to go no that's probably the best idea let's talk it through and it gets easier when you have team members because then you can kind of go okay can you do this i'll do this and at the end of the day all that matters is it gets done so yeah and you bring up something that i have to kind of do my wrap up on as we're kind of coming in for a landing here and i thought that was so so important what you said correct me if i'm wrong and, and and feel free to you always have i feel like it's a very much a hunter type thing to do because it's i think it's this tendency of us to like again going back to the cave just jump we jump at something i think we tend to make judgments very quick i feel like it's just something that's wired in us and especially when we're kind of ungrounded and i what you said is so important because I know I did this early on to my own demise in the work world and in relationships, to be perfectly honest and transparent. You're sitting there and saying, oh, they're farmer type. They're judging me. They can tell I'm kind of all over the place. Da, 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 da. Time out. <laughs> Time out. That energy that you're feeling because you haven't made that connection, you haven't had that empathy to see where they're, 
you're going to find out a lot of times is not have anything to do with that. It's what you said, Michael. How do you know they're not dealing with a colicky baby at home? How do you know they're not dealing with some relationship issue at home that they're bringing into the workplace? Sometimes it's not about you. (laughs) It has nothing to do. So look at how much damage you're doing to yourself by thinking they're thinking all these things, which is so hunter type. Oh, oh, like right during the meeting, what are they thinking about me? I'm taking notes. Are they going to think I'm taking notes because I don't know what? Stop. Time out. Meditate. And 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 use use these things um that that we provide in in a space like this or whatever your journey is um you know in in doing that so that's just my thoughts on wrapping up is that i I love what you said i want to emphasize that look it's not always a hunter type versus farmer type thing man people are people you don't know what they're maybe they're in the middle of a divorce i will tell you a couple jobs ago i so thought this guy had it in for me because all of a sudden his energy changed yada 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 Bottom line, seven months later, I find out that period we were in where there was just a lot of negativity, I thought, coming from him. And I, of course, thought it was me and how it somehow slipped out from his mouth and then it was too late and you could tell it hurt him to even share. He'd find out his wife was he literally walked into his wife cheating on him and he was dealing with a divorce, selling the house. Thank goodness they didn't have kids. So there wasn't that. But I felt like such an idiot. Yeah. Think going back to now because energy is energy. Here you are in your head thinking this person's thinking things about me. They're the farmer type. They know I'm a hundred. Da, 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 da. And then you're sending negative energy back to them. Now look at the absolute no use of being in that space because it had nothing to do with you. Person was yeah. going through a very painful divorce. So that's yeah. that's kind of my wrap up. You know what that and so I think going into uh, homework assignments. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was really good. This was, I think, we we covered a lot of ground here. Um, I, I would say, if this is if anything in this podcast relates to you, or this is like this is definitely what I'm going through right now. A uh, couple homework assignments. One would be, uh, I'd say, priority one: make connections with people that you're working with. Try to get beyond the surface, especially people you don't feel connected to or you have a hard time. See, because I mean, in that last situation, the example you just gave. There's a there could have been a way you could have found that out earlier, mm-hmm. and not I'm not talking from a manipulation point of view, but it just in terms of this is another human being, and if you're putting a little more time into making a connection with them versus just the work life, um, so many other things it could have gone in a, even a, a totally different direction. And let me it, let me just add on that. That's sure. a simple. Looking back at that situation. That could be as simple as if you're, especially if you're an artist, you know you feel energies. I know it. You know it, that you have a sixth sense about energies and someone walks in a room and you're feeling something. Honestly, guys and gals, it could be as simple as how are you? Yeah. It Literally, if you know you have five minutes before the meeting starts where usually people are BSing about other stuff, just try it. I'm not – look, I cannot make guarantees it's going to work every time. Okay? Yeah. I'm here to say that. But what Michael's talking about could be as simple as how are you? Yeah. You'd be surprised for someone who's just been dying to share, even if it's private, you'd be surprised what that will do to someone. And maybe they won't reveal that deep of a personal thing they're going through, but it'll help them vent a little bit and you'll see their energy change. Yeah. And now throughout the meeting, you're just focusing on that. You're not worried about what is this person sending me as far as an energy, a vibe. Yes. 
that's you know and that's it i mean just as, as a human being it, this is a good skill to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and good intention to hold this just make that connect and just see how does that one thing alone could change your whole week mm-hmm. like if you just put your focus on that mm-hmm. and not all these things well i gotta have this tool or blah 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 blah. just like try to make connection with other people you'd be surprised how much your whole week just goes better Absolutely. uh in terms of specific tools though um in references, a few things that, that we mentioned. One would be uh, time management. Go through and uh, listen to the time management podcast. It's in the book, Time Management Chapter. Look up the note-taking uh, piece inside there. It's very specific to hunter types. It, I rely on it all the time. Very helpful in terms of the scenarios we were talking about. Uh, also, journaling is a really good tool when navigating through trying to get yourself out of the box of, of self-judgment where I'm like, oh, I'm doing crappy at work. Blah, blah. So if you can do some journaling, again, go back, listen to the navigation, navigating emotions chapter uh, podcasts, read the chapter in the book. Um, and I'd say that the third thing would be, you know, just go through and I think the key practice beyond making a connection with other people is make a connection with yourself. Try to stay in connection with yourself and not, if you're, if you're having a challenging time at work, try to keep your center, try to find that sense of self-acceptance for yourself in terms of if you're not doing something in a way that either you've gotten some critical comments about or whatever, you got to be your own best friend. You got to be like, okay, this is definitely not my strong suit. I tried my best or this is, you need to have some, some kind of inner dialogue going that keeps you going instead of spinning into God, I'm terrible. Blah, blah. If you're in that space, you've got to find your way out of it. Mm-hmm. Like don't try to, to overcompensate. You got to give yourself self empathy, try to find your way back to what are my strengths and how do I then utilize that in my workplace? Beautiful, beautiful, a complete meal uh, today. Thank you for this uh, topic, TJ. Wow, what a what a resource and what a wonderful community member to bring up things like this. Uh, Michael, yes. thank you for your energy and input today. Uh, really appreciate it. I, I, I felt uh, I felt you know sometimes even if you've been through something, hearing it and going over it in a in an environment like this helps to just reemphasize. And, uh, I have some, I still have some homework assignment to do apparently from what, what you gave here is a homework assignment. So I'm going to continue to do that. So thank you for your time today. You as well. Thanks. Thanks for uh, encouraging us to do this topic. Drummer and the great mountain.com is where we are. It's of course, where you found us. If you're listening, probably maybe the first place, if not, please go visit the website. Uh, lots of ways to interact with us on there, uh, social media, Facebook, Twitter links, Michael um, gets your emails, gets your inputs on all the social media platforms. And we do in time, we have a lot of, you know, it's a good problem to have. We have so much feedback from the community. Know that if you send something to us, we will respond eventually. It's just overwhelming. Uh, frankly, with all that we do in our day jobs and taking yes. care of our families, we do get back to you eventually. So thank you. Keep them coming. Don't let not, us not getting back to you right away. Um, uh, stop you from giving feedback and uh, spreading the word. Speaking of feedback, if you are one of those that's new to the podcast or the book or both, Goodreads is a place we love to hear your feedback on the book. iTunes is a wonderful place to leave reviews. We've had a lot of great reviews on the podcast. I mean, even if one episode moves you and connects with you, just say that and, and specify that. That helps us know that kind of topic is something that we need to keep going and, and keep striving for. 
And so um, hope you hope this connected with you this week in some way and you take it and you do the homework assignments, especially what Michael mentioned, I think is so important about making those connections at work. Refer to the podcasts and the chapters on journaling, note-taking, and navigating emotions. And we will talk to you again on another episode of Drummer in the Great Mountain where we always say and hope that you take care of yourselves and your health. Be well. Be well.